welcome to another episode of Chit Chat in a Quarter. I am so delighted that you will join me today. I'm confident that in this next few minutes, you will hear information that will be beneficial for you both personally and in leadership. And I need to say this, I'm by no means an expert. I've learned things over the years as I've grown and I continue to grow. I continue to read and expose myself to better leaders and people who just challenge me. And this is the reason I'm doing this podcast because I'm learning things I feel will be beneficial to you. It's always amazing what could happen to us individually when we are open to sharing our ideas, our information, our knowledge with each other. Everyone gets to grow. I think there's enough space, enough capacity for all of us to grow. And that's what I'm hoping will happen every time you listen to a podcast, whether it's my podcast or any other podcast that you listen to, that you leave that interaction feeling like I've actually learned something today. I can take something away that will be useful for me in my life, in my daily living that would help me be better, that would help me influence those around me. But for this actual episode, I want to discuss a principle. Now, I think it's a principle that some business leaders have coined in the past. I'm sure John Maxwell at least would have touched on this principle, but it's something that was really on my heart and I felt we should talk about it. And this really came about just in the season that we're in with the COVID-19 pandemic that we're all dealing with worldwide. Now, depending on when you are listening to this, just to give some context, this podcast episode has been recorded in March of 2020 and I'm based in the UK but the whole world is experiencing a global pandemic caused by this virus. Unfortunately people are dying. Non-essential service providers have been asked to close. Uh, Obviously places of worship, social gathering places, cinemas, restaurants, pubs, all of those sort of things have been asked to really shut down and there is a law on social distancing and just restricting how we move and just how we do life in general. So that's the context of the backdrop to this. I work in the hospital, so I am still within that class of essential workers who can still go out. At home, things have changed. The schools are out, so my boys are at home. My wife is at home as well. I'll just be completely transparent. At home, normally I can cook. I think I'm a great cook, but... I don't do much of the cooking in the house. My wife does most of the cooking. However, I do other things, okay? So hold on, hold on, just in case you're like, oh, yes, one of them ones that don't do anything. No, I am not one of those ones. I actually clean. I do all the housework in terms of cleaning, hoovering, washing the bathroom and the toilet. I do the gardening. I wash the dishes as well. Hey, that's a fair deal. My wife does the cooking. I do the dishes. You know, it's it's all good. But obviously now we're in a lockdown. We're in a pandemic. So we're at home a lot more than we used to be. The kids are at home now as opposed to being at school during the day. So guess what's happening? We're eating a lot more. (laughs) I never knew an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old could eat so much food. We are eating so much more food, which means my wife is having to cook a lot more. And for this episode, the principle I want to discuss is the principle of flexibility. I think this is so important, whether it's in personal leadership or if you're leading a group of people, whoever it is you're leading in whatever capacity, I think this principle or law of flexibility is absolutely fundamental. If we're not only going to survive survive this crisis we're in being in the global pandemic but if we're going to thrive this principle is just as important in a season where there is no issues there are no challenges and there is no real need for us to change but there could be huge potential to grow exponentially your marriage could be really healthy but with a bit more flexibility it could go even 
better your your kids could be thriving and doing well but with a little bit more flexibility maybe on your part not just on theirs because we usually think it's the kids who need to be more flexible but sometimes we need to be flexible in how we parent and change things around a bit it could help them grow even more maybe it's in your business a bit more flexibility in certain areas will help your business even go that next step further so for this episode the main focus is to look at how we identify what we can be flexible in and the things we absolutely cannot be flexible in now back to the story of we eating a lot more meals currently in this season now realizing that she's spending a lot more time in the kitchen i had to be flexible in some things and i think this leads me to the first point you can't be flexible on your why what's your core value why are you doing something you can't be flexible on that and i think the first thing we need to do as individuals in our businesses in whatever area or sphere of influence we're in is firstly identify our why what's the core value why am i doing this thing i'll give you an example before i come into my family situation i work as a scientist in hematology and blood transfusion now as you can imagine (laughs) And I'm sure you'd appreciate this, that our core value is to look after our patient safety, ensure that we're releasing results and products that are timely, that are accurate, that are relevant, useful for the patient, and obviously safe for them to have, right? (laughs) We can't shift on that core value. I'm sure everyone is like, thank God he realizes that. So we had to identify what our core values are. And I think that applies to every one of us, whatever it is we do. We need to first identify our why. What is the core value? And my encouragement to you is there can't be any flex on your core values. Your core values need to pretty much stay fixed. Identify your why from the what you do and from the how you do it. The second thing I would encourage us to do is critically evaluate the what we do and the how we do it. Now, I've heard some people say, well, your what you do should pretty much stay fixed as well. And how you do it is subject to change and should be changed wherever possible. And to some degree, I agree with that. And again, bearing in mind, I am no expert in any way, shape or form. I'm just saying from my own personal experience and what I have seen just looking at leaders around me, there is some scope for the what you do to change. So back to my family situation now, my core value is to ensure that I honor my wife. In our marriage, we're both serving each other. It's a race to the back pretty much on who can outserve the other person. That's how we try to stay married. <laughs> and we're not perfect, but that's what we're trying to do. So my why is that I want to honor my wife and I want to help the best way I can. What I did was different in the season before now. What she did in the house was different in the season before now. However, coming into this season, I realized she's doing a lot more in the kitchen. She's spending way more time than she normally would and just prepping meals after meals after meals. And it's not just the cooking. It's the planning and oh what we're gonna eat and what the boy's gonna eat and oh the older one doesn't like rice and he wants this and the younger one doesn't like that he wants something else it was just draining i recognized that thank god but then i had to step in and be like okay how can i help so what i did had to change a little bit so i got my boys now doing other chores that i normally would do so that i can step in to helping out with the meals and helping cook as well now i I must say uh, it's not 50 50 (laughs) 
<laughs> we're not quite on 50-50 yet. However, we are somewhere between 70-30. I'm a work in progress, people. But that's the point that I'm making. My what I did had to change to a certain degree. So you need to identify that for yourself in your family, in your business, whatever it is that you do, you need to, first of all, clearly define your why. Your why stays fixed. But then what you do and how you do it, those are subject, I believe, to critical evaluation and you actually asking yourself, could I do this any better than I currently am? This is what I do and this is how I do it. However, in this season, what I did would not necessarily work today. Now, I don't know what that is for you. It could be so many different things. So this is why you need to look at your personal situation and ask, this is what I'm doing and this is how I normally do this. Is this sustainable for this time? I'm not saying it's rubbish. I'm not saying you will never, ever do it again. But perhaps for this season we're in, you may need to tweak things a little bit. So recently, there was a story in the news about a company that made silverware for the catering industry. All suggestions was that the business was doing really well. But bearing in mind with the social distancing laws and the cancellation of events and functions, a demand for the products that they actually manufacture took a complete nosedive. So they decided to start making portable wash hand sinks to help curtail the spread of the coronavirus. They decided to change their what and their how. Their why, however, was to service a customer's need. That why is still there. They still want to service customers' needs. But what they did and how they did that had to change for this time being at least. They're not producing chafing dishes. They are now producing wash hand basins, which is absolutely brilliant. And with their work pool, that also changed because they realized we can't have all our factory workers in the same building at the same time, just in case someone gets infected. So what they did is they split their staffing into different teams. So if a member of a team gets infected, they don't have to isolate the whole workforce. They can isolate just that team. Again, what they did and how they did it, that's changed. However, why they do what they do, that has remained absolutely fixed. That's similar for us even in the hospital as well. Our why has stayed the same. We still want to produce quality results for our patient safety. That's never going to change. We care about the patients that we see. How we do it, it's changed a little bit in terms of how our staffing levels. We've changed that. We've reduced staffing into groups, again, similar to what I've just explained. And our training structure as well, how we deliver training, that has changed. We now conduct more online training sessions and all our meetings are now virtual. What we do, however, in our context has remained the same because what we do in delivering quality results is test the samples. There's no flex on that either. So this is what I'm saying that in some cases, you might be able to flex on your what and there are other cases where you can't but I think you need to be open to that your why in my opinion I agree with every other expert who said your why stays absolutely fixed your what you do and your how you do it they are subject to change and this is where you come in this is where you need to be very critical in how you evaluate what you do and how you do and ask yourself can I really change these things around to still have my desired why the final thing we need to do in my 
my opinion, is really have the boldness and the confidence to make a change. I know it's very hard sometimes for us to change what we've been doing because it's just routine for us. We we know how we do it. We've become comfortable with it. Just think of you changing a job, you know, and, and well, for some of you, you might do that quite easily if you absolutely hate your job right now. It might not be a problem for you, but generally it's hard for us to change things especially if it's not broke and whilst I hear people say well why fix what isn't broken I kind of have a different perspective to that I feel we should constantly review the things we do and how we do them and ask ourselves this question is there room for improvement I'm changing not necessarily because it's broken I'm changing things because there's room for improvement and there is always room for improvement in our relationships. There's always room for improvement in our self-leadership. There's always room for improvement in how we lead our teams and our families and just people around us. There's always room for improvement. I believe in how we serve our community. There's always going to be room for improvement. So you need to critically evaluate and you need to have the boldness and confidence to make that change when you do find room for improvement and I say when you do as opposed to if you do because if you're really serious in your scrutiny you will find room and again remember it's not because what you did was bad it's just that there's just room for improvement so just to recap as we draw this to an end law of flexibility absolutely important not just in this season of crisis but just in life in general and in leadership if you're going to continue growing if you're going to continue getting better you need to be flexible to some degree the first thing we identified is to differentiate our why from our what's and our how we said that our why will stay constant our what's and our how could be subject to change the second thing we said we need to do is critically evaluate our what we do and our how we do it and just challenge the system and see whether or not there are more efficient ways to get the same things done even get a better outcome and once we do find those gaps in our systems and our processes we need to have that boldness and confidence to make those changes I hope this has been really helpful to you. If you found this useful, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you already haven't done so. Leave a comment. It's just amazing what could happen the more we spread the word, more people hear about this. We all get to grow together collectively. Until next episode, we've just been chit-chatting in a quarter.